We got this. And if you have 10 minutes. Come on. Come on. 20. Only 30. Yes. And if you're wearing one of these, let's go. Thank you. Stay active. Close your rings. See you next time. Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. This show is all about self-improvement. Each episode is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. But the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's get started. All right, before we get started with this episode today, if you are brand new to Life Tips, thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, impacting your life, and I pray that you take something that I've said to heart, jot it down in your notes, on your phone, in your notepad, wherever, and just plan to apply it to your life. If you are a current or faithful listener of the show who have been with us since day one, welcome back. I'm excited to continue this journey with you, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the show as you always do. All right, let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nate your inspirational speaker slash host. I have exciting, 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 exciting news. Oh my goodness. So you'll notice that on anchor.fm backslash life tips, there is a dollar sign right next to our intro. Right next to the picture that houses our name listen on spotify is there dollar sign support is there as well as message the dollar sign support means that you can now financially support life tips podcast yourself big news so if you love this podcast so much and you want to keep it going and you want me to stay on the air with you all like, yeah, there you go, all you. And the best part about this is it's not tied to sponsors. Sponsorship is a whole different thing. This is not tied to sponsors. Now, 
one could argue probably should have turned that on months ago, but year one was all about being free and being accessible. Year two is where the moolah portion of podcasting comes in. Pretty cool strategy, huh? So yeah, you can support Life Tips Podcast yourself. And if you'd like to do that, just click the dollar sign and boom. So in order to see the dollar sign, just go to www.anchor.fm backslash life tips. That's all you got to do. Once you get there, the dollar sign will be there and you will be able to financially contribute. Thank you. Thank you. And once again, thank you. Hi, Mamacita. Yes, CC. Como se llama? Okay. <laughs> What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tip Season 9. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. And yes, we have a Latina on the show for the first time ever. Yes. All right. Let's introduce you to today's guest. Jocelyn Toll. She is a multicultural Latina empowering professionals to create the roadmap to their healthy, joyful, and inspiring life and stop sacrificing their dreams. Her holistic approach to wellness emphasizes building healthy lifestyle habits, cultivating supportive relationships, and developing the growth mindset to support individuals in all stages of their personal and professional milestones. Some of the things that Jocelyn loves to talk about is defining nutrition beyond what you eat, bio-individuality to optimize physical health, overcoming layers of cultural identity and expectations, everyday anchors to sustain healthy habits, and so much more. And so today, it is my pleasure to have Miss Jocelyn Toll on Life Tips Podcast for the first time ever. almost up <clears throat> excuse me that's that's the uh that's as far as i'm gonna take it because uh i'm a little rusty haven't been in spanish since high school and that was a decade ago anyway we are here with our first latina on the show yay that's jocelyn <laughs> i'm gonna shut up now and let her tell y'all a little bit about herself her heritage and you know how she came to be the amazing person that she is. So take it away. Hi, Nate. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm very excited to be here. Um, so hi, everyone. I'm Jocelyn. And kind of to what Nate was alluding is that 
my heritage is pretty mixed and has a little bit of everything. And I kind of like to say that I'm a representation of the Americas because I was born in Costa Rica in Central America and lived there for 12 years. And then my family moved to the U.S., to the Northeast, and so I did middle school, high school, and I've lived here for a long time. But my, <laughs> but my dad, uh, but sorry, but my mom's side of the family, they're all from Peru. So again, I grew up in Central, in Central America with that culture, but then I have my heritage, my mom, like bloodline is half, you know, Peruvian and then half, then all my dad's side of the family is from the States. So kind of just a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, and so this multicultural upbringing has been such a huge part of my identity and my life. And I think really just what I love doing and, and how I've pursued my life and my career and everything. Um, I've always loved building relationships with people of different backgrounds. And I think it's just because I've had, that's been the nature of, of where I come from and, and how I bridge the gap between a lot of different, again, cultures. Um, and then professionally, how that's kind of come about is that I, I studied hospitality administration. So I was working in hotels for a very long time and that's been the bulk of my professional experience. So really, of course, that's been very customer service oriented, people facing and relationship building, uh, all of that. And that's been such a gift and, and I say privilege to be able to really have traveled actually even to other countries to work in hotels. I've worked in Mexico, I've worked in Belize. So I've worked in Costa Rica as well. <laughs> and now I'm a, I'm a wellness coach and I'd be happy to talk more about that, but really again, my, I've lived in a lot of places and culture has always been very intriguing to me seeing where the lines kind of intersect because it's definitely happened in my household. So <laughs> yeah, that's a, a little bit about me. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, y'all, I just, I just completely connected with like the plug of all plugs. This woman has been around the world and she's from Peru and oh my lord, like ugh. The part that got me y'all was that she lived in Costa Rica, you said, for twelve yeah. years. That's, that's half her life in a completely different place. So, like, can you, can you, like, dig into that for a bit and kind of, like, like take us back in time a bit? Because, like, I'm trying to imagine uh, 12-year-old, I'm trying to imagine 12-year-old Jocelyn in a completely different place coming up and then transitioning into America for, you know, the back half. That means she spent, you know, 13 on up in America. And it's just like, dang, that's a big, massive shift. Like, yo, like, especially, 
especially with how we can be uh, as Americans, how we can be as dudes. We'll get to that a little bit later, but like, I'm not kidding y'all. Like, huh, talk about the transition real quick. Like, what was it like? I couldn't imagine having to leave my hometown and go somewhere completely different, knowing that it could be where I stay for the rest of my life. Yeah, so <laughs> this is a funny story. I think, I wonder who's going to like resonate with this, but I think one of the first things that stood out to me when my family moved to the States, oh, and I'll preface by saying that we moved to the States to uh, take care of my dad's mom. Because she was already getting a little older, and, and she just needed some help around the farm, actually. There were no animals, but it was a 22-acre property, and it was just, you know, hard to take care on your own. So we moved to, to help her out and live with her and support her. And, okay, so one of the first things that stood out to me, I remember when we first moved to the States as a 20, started 12-year-old, you know, girl, is that... I remember the way that people greet one another. Mm. And Costa Rica always kiss people on the cheek. Mm. Whether, you know, it's your friends, yeah, your friend's parents or even your friends. I mean, at that age, you can, not everyone, but you can. It's, it's kind of the norm. Okay, Just, okay. Kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and when we came to the States and when I meet a classmate and they'd introduce me to their parents, I just didn't know what to do because I I was like tempted to go like give them a kiss on the cheek, but I noticed that no one else would do that. So, and I thought it was awkward to like do a handshake. <laughs> so I would just kind of stand there and, and so then I'd go for a hug, but then not everyone wants hugs. So mm. I just, that was one of the first things of like how we greet each other was so different than what I was, I guess, accustomed to. And and that was, I think, even to this day, to be honest, Nate, is something that I'm still like, okay, well, I definitely don't go for a kiss on the cheek for people that I just meet, but then I'm, I'm more of like a hugger, and so I'm, I'm tempted when, especially if it's like a friend of a friend, right, or someone that we usually know when to do something for some, but my inclination is really to go for a hug, because I, I was like, well, if you know this person, we have this mutual friend, then we're already in hug mode, right? <laughs> um, but this of like handshakes, I think it's still kind of odd to me. And um, so yeah, that, that was one thing that really struck me when I first moved to the States. And oh my gosh, another one. Sure. <laughs> was, I was like, I had never owned so many clothes in my life. Mm. Meaning like, because in Costa Rica, it's always warm like it's a tropical country and where where we lived it's like always between like at least in the central valley it's always between like i'll say high high 50s but that's at night and it's very cold but i'd say probably low 60s to like mid 80s all year round so then at least where i was so moving to this so we only have like summer clothes and so when we moved to the states and our first winter, I remember my mom being like, let's go clothes shopping. And I was so excited <laughs> because I was like, I get to have like 
double the amount of clothes I've ever owned. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, 12-year-old me was just like, wow, we get to go shopping. And um, so that was just such a different kind of unique thing as well that I, I just felt that there was so much more that you needed to own <laughs> for some reason. Um, but, yeah, so those were kind of some things that stood out in, in school, but that's those are whole other stories. <laughs> no, no, this is perfect because think about it y'all and we'll we'll touch on this uh in the back half but um when you're uh when you're around that teenage uh those teenage years you're starting to meet different people uh if you're a if you're a dude that's usually the time you start uh uh, mingling with girls. If you're a female, it's usually the time you start mingling with dudes. And, um, and I mean, really mingling, like number exchanging and, um, you know, it, when we were, when we were growing up, I say we, because, uh, Josh, Jocelyn and I, uh, we're definitely around when social media hit. Um, you bring in the social media aspect of everything, having to learn how to be on the internet. And as time goes on, it's just like, wow. Um, and plus, like, she was in middle school at this point-ish, you know, going into high school. So you've got that big transition to high school and you just got here you're learning all these different things and so her uh her puberty years must have been super interesting um we're not gonna we're not gonna go there until a little bit later but just like um yeah y'all just that's that's just that's amazing to like have braved an entire cross-country move in your teenage years and have to like learn a completely new existence and you made it she she landed in the hotel industry she has her own business now and one begs the question what would life have been like if they had not come to the u.s completely different scenario oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah I sometimes think about that and it's really hard to imagine. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, how different my life would have turned out um, had we not moved. So now we're going to actually get into it. Don't worry, we'll go back to the fun parts a little bit later in the, in the episode. But um, now it's time to really, really, really get into it. Um, so health and fit health and fitness uh that is a big big thing that jocelyn uh cares for and um if you don't believe me health and fitness is a big part of your overall wellness and self-improvement uh and as this uh, episode actually is about uh, nutrients, 
that you need for a healthier lifestyle. I guess you could say the life tips for today's episode will technically count as nutrients. So, um, you know, get ready, y'all. Start writing stuff down because this is when everything gets really interesting because Jocelyn's about to open up our understanding to different things that we may not have known before. And I'm very excited to hear what she has to say. So, um, yeah, y'all. Uh, one of her uh, one of her talking points on her on her bio is that she she talks about being able to define nutrition beyond uh, beyond what you eat. And so it's just like, okay. In addition to talking about overall health and fitness, I definitely want to dig into the whole food aspect. Why? Uh, again, the bridge between two worlds. She's from, she's got double heritage in her bloodline. So whether it's Costa Rica, Costa Rica or the Peru side, regardless of which side you go to, there's one thing that's going to be uh, solid all across the board, regardless of what side of Jocelyn's family you're on. Somebody in that family is a super daggone good cook. Food is super key in her family. So, yeah, Amer- food in America. Well, I'm not even going to go into food in America because, ooh, but um, yeah, talk about it a bit. You know, health and fitness, food, different things we eat, not just over the time that you've been here. And there's just the differences between, you know, cultures, but especially in the past two years with us being in a global pandemic. Yeah, happy to. So I'm glad you brought this up about, you know, nourishment. And I'll talk more about what I mean beyond the plate. But it's funny, even though I was, I grew up in Costa Rica for many years, the kind of food that I ate was Peruvian food. Because mm, of my mom. Okay. And so my mom, uh, in Peruvian food, I would say it's very potato-based, okay. fish-based. And Costa Rica and Central America is more, not as potato-heavy, it's more rice and beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was interesting because even though I was growing up in a country that had one type of food, I was eating a different I mean, you know, evaluating 
all the aspects of our life that are nourishing us in different ways. Mm. What I mean by that is, you know, our food, so physical activity, relationships, career, creativity, home environment, your finances, all of those are, you know, sources of nourishment for us to, to, to help us live this human experience, right? And to make us feel well and be happy in our lives. And of course, it's, it's never going to be completely balanced, all of these parts of our lives, mm-hmm. right? I think life is all about that balancing act of finding what is a little off kilter and, and saying, how can we bring more attention and intention into that part of our life and adding more nourishment? in from that source and yeah so a big part of it i think and you know we touched uh before about relationships and i think that's so huge when we're talking about here of during this pandemic and and how i think so many of us are so starved of that aspect in our lives and of course not just romantic relationships i mean all types of relationships Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. social aspect Mm -hmm. and how we've had to really reevaluate how we can still integrate that type of nourishment into our lives and and again we've explored new avenues for that because i think all of us have again felt it heavily from that aspect and even when again things maybe with that are more within our control like the food we eat and how much we exercise and things like that it's saying what are the all the components that are going to impact each other because not right it's that there is no it doesn't happen i'll say independently of each other right like if there's been a lack of social kind of nourishment that might be impacting actually how you eat Mm. you know more i'll say if you find that you are actually eating less because I don't know, you're just not feeling very much, I don't know, motivated, right? And so you, you're you someone who's going to maybe doesn't have as much of an appetite or vice versa, saying, I'm so anxious or et cetera, and, and I'm actually wanting more food to satiate this other part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I think, the concept of, again, nourishment beyond the plate and, and helping people understand how all of these aspects of our lives play into each other and are interconnected. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. So she's right. And to piggyback on the relationships aspect, uh, you know, discussing, you know, the, the pandemic we've been in for the last two years. Now, I will admit, 2021's version has been milder and more freeing. It felt a lot more normal this year versus last year when we were in complete lockdown mode. And of course, the number one new the number one nutrient that we uh the number one nutrient that we immediately began to lack was business and then the second nutrient that we started lacking was social because whether we like it or not 
whether we like it or not, um, there's two categories of people that I guess had specific experiences in the pandemic when it first started. You have you have the people that completely lived by themselves and were thus cut off from all three family, friends, and business. And then you had the people that, you know, lived with family, but were cut off from business and friendships, and you still had your family around you during the pandemic to have some type of human interaction. Uh, And that, I guess, would be the majority of us because we, uh, for, you know, there's the select few people that live by themselves and had to endure the pandemic completely alone. But for the majority of us, we most likely stayed in family type dynamics, whether it was actually staying with family or a lot of couples stayed with each other and, and became quarantine buddies. You saw a lot of the celebrities uh the the celebrities who were dating they did that um you know different types of uh scenarios like that where you were uh basically living with someone during the lockdown portions of the pandemic regardless of whether you were uh with family or not but all of us were impacted on the business side because we weren't able to physically see coworkers anymore we had to see people on screens, and then from there, the friendship aspect got affected too. So, uh, in addition to me asking Jocelyn about some similarities between business and entrepreneurship, I definitely want to hear from you, uh, especially from a business standpoint. How did things go over the last? at least to definitely two years having to transition from you had, you know, instant access to people through, you know, professional avenues of just being in the hotel realm and then starting your, uh, starting your business and then instantly had to flip to, you know, Zoom meetings and video chats, et cetera, et cetera, just to, continue business as usual so that the lights could could stay on how did that uh you know how did that work out for you yeah great question um so it's been obviously i think everyone will say it's been such a transition (laughs) so um to share mine is when the pandemic first hit i was working for a company and there were massive layoffs because of COVID. And so I was laid off in May of 2020. And I was very fortunate because when I was laid off, I was able to then, I moved in with my family for some time for again, because the support is like, if, if I can't just be anywhere and I don't have a job and there's only limited contact, then I, I moved from my, with my parents and to just, I guess, figure out what my next steps were going to be. And I, in, in this time, because again, our world, everyone's world is just turned upside down 
and it, it forced me to kind of see, envision my I'll say future in a whole new way or approach it in a whole new way. And what that means is that I started to think, really think like, what do I want my long-term you know, career to be? Okay. Um, because at this point I had worked now for almost like seven, eight years. And so I was thinking, well, what is my long-term plan? And so I literally kept asking myself over and over, like, what are, what am I good at? You know, what are my strengths? How do I want to spend my time? And what do I actually enjoy doing? And then finally, I also added, like, what kind of an impact do I want to have? Because that's important to me. And so Mm -hmm. I kept asking myself those four questions. And it resulted in me literally seeing a an ad for an integrative nutrition health coaching program. <laughs> and I was like, somehow this light bulb moment went off my head and I said, this is it. You know, all the answers to those four questions are literally being kind of all married together in this one kind of, I'll say, certification program that I don't even know where it's going to take me, but I know that it checks off, I'll say, almost all, pretty much all my boxes Mm -hmm. of how I want to spend my time. Mm -hmm. What do I enjoy doing? What am I good at? And what is the impact I want to have? And so that started last September where I enrolled in this one-year certification program, and I just completed it last month. Mm. And that was, I'll say, the catalyst to me really, I'll say, finding that inspiration, source of inspiration and purpose that I think so many of us, I feel like, seem so disconnected from since COVID. Mm-hmm. And but somehow I was able to actually find it and, and focus in on it. And in this period of taking the courses and becoming more involved and doing health, practicing health coaching sessions and, and health coaching circles, I was like, this is what I really want to do. And I've always wanted to have my own business. I never knew what, or I've had this entrepreneurial spirit, I like to say, and I mm-hmm. think so many of us have it. Mm-hmm. And I was in a, yeah, and I was in a point in my life where I was thinking, I, what do I have, like, what, what do I have to lose in the sense that I have, fortunately, had saved up enough money, you know, at this time, and I don't have a family that depends on me, you know, I have kids. So I said, this is my time to kind of take this leap. Mm-hmm and just go for it. And so I did (laughs) five months ago where I said, I need to make this full time and figure out how to make a business out of it. And so of course it's been a gradual process as it always is, but it has been incredibly rewarding. And I would say the, somehow the connections that I've made during this time have been so much more, I'll say kind of, 
not, I don't, I don't want to say like impactful because there's been many impactful relationships in the mm-hmm. past, but just mm-hmm. somehow they're deeper connected mm-hmm. in a way that I didn't think was possible. <laughs> um, so how, you know, I've had people reach out like yourself, me, and say, oh, let's do, you know, people who are also interested in, in life tips and in self-improvement and all of that. It's like, more people are like that are, are in my sphere somehow and, and that's what I want to be in and just connections that I make and and so I think how all of it has kind of just fed into each other and built this momentum that I think I'm not even aware of is mm-hmm. pretty kind of fascinating um so that's been I think sort of the the transition to hopefully put it in a bit of a nutshell as to what that has been like for me and, and how much this has been my source of inspiration. And I really focus in my wellness coaching program is, again, finding that nourishment beyond the plate so people can hopefully reconnect to that source of inspiration that might right now might feel so distant. Wow. Well, y'all might want to just go get your uh, go get your silverware, go get your plates, cause we're gonna we're gonna fill your plates up with uh, with some some beyond the plate nourishment after this commercial break that we uh, have to go into. But it's not over. We got a whole second half to go. We got more, more nutrients, more nuggets, more life tips from Jocelyn to hear about. So bear with us for just three-ish minutes while we have this commercial segment, and we'll be right back. Do you want to start your own podcast? If you do, great. I'm here for it. But you may ask, how do you do it? Well, that's the easy part. You first have to come up with the vision and plans for your show, including a name, episode count, and main objective. Secondly, you'll need to come up with topics that will catch your listeners' attention and keep them interested. The final thing you'll need is a hosting platform. That's where Anchor comes in. It's free to download. You can make money from your show with no minimum listenership. Record using your iPhone, iPad, or MacBook. And there are many more tools Anchor provides that you can take advantage of in order to create freely. No studio or expensive equipment needed. So if you're interested in getting your show off the ground, go to www.anchor.fm backslash start to get started with your amazing new unique show. I can't wait to hear what you'll come up with. What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest, the Goat. From over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. 
if you're looking for a podcast that's gonna light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner we got your back and if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful we got your back so come check us out on anchor fm and almost all streaming platforms using the name powerfully comma black and excellent without the e we drop new episodes every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not listening to us what are you doing The fun part, <laughs> the massively fun part, we are going to laugh, we are going to smile. Dramatically. We, I know. We it's oof. Y'all Jocelyn's about to be tested. Okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We really about to get deep. So Going all the way back to the beginning of this episode, we talked about the great migration from one place to the next when Jocelyn was just 12. And again, when you're 12, 13-ish, you start, you know, going through physical changes, but also you start mingling and getting to know people and as I as I said before Jocelyn was on the verge of teenage years when she and her entire family came to the United States and they had to learn everything about us and if I have my timelines correct the beginning of your teenage years land you in the back half of middle school and then the late half of your teenage years land you in high school. So, um, I say all that to say there was a double whammy on Jocelyn. Not only did she have to leave the place she knew and come to the U.S., she had to navigate the intense, complex world of U.S. schooling. And, um... Yeah, Uh, this is where things are going to get interesting because the next question is, what does it mean to be a real friend in 2021? But y'all know me, I love stories. And we got to talk about 
Jocelyn's friendship uh, journey from teenage years into now, especially when you take into consideration what, where are we at now? Promposals and prom and college and homecoming and boys to men and yeah we about to get into all that but starting off with the friendship piece because oh my lord i'm just gonna say this real quick jocelyn strikes me as an extrovert okay we're we're, we're we have we, we we have the ability to see each other face to face right now jocelyn strikes me as an extrovert which and she just confirmed it so that's a good thing yes. but um <laughs> even even in being an extrovert it had to have been like intense you know getting used to us as america as americans and going to you know middle school and high school and college out here coming from her hometown so take us back in time as you share with us the life tip the nutrients of how to be a real friend especially in you know 2021 but also in in life because um there's everyone's definition of friendship is different yeah some people that feel you can go for six to 12 months and not talk to your friends but whenever you do talk it's like no time has passed and then you got other people that's like i need you to be connected to me at least once a week you got the pandemic connecting us to our friends and helping us grow our relationships. I got to hear this one. I want to know who the, who these girls and these dudes were that became friends with Jocelyn at 12 years old. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a great question. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, when I look back at I feel have been kind of the the true friends or the good mm -hmm. friends throughout my life, whether we're still friends or not, mm -hmm. you know, but I think it's, it's always been maybe because of again, my background and, and just some, sometimes again, having an accent or maybe saying something a little odd because, you know, I didn't know the, all the phrases or expressions. I think it's always been people who are very open-minded and non-judgmental. Mm. So, because I think the people that I've always con I've connected most with are people who kind of just take it as it is in the sense of, of course, they're kind, friendly, you know, mm -hmm. people, respectful people, but to add to that, it's saying, you know, when I connect to, I'm thinking of one of my best friends, she's still my best friend to this day, I've known her since I was 14, so I met her oh! and she's still one of my best friends. Oh my god! She, <laughs> I know, like, she's my oldest, like, U.S. friend. Sometimes 
we don't talk for like months. Sometimes we talk a little more regularly and we're like, oh, we're talking maybe like once a week or every other week or so. Sometimes it's been months. But nonetheless, throughout since we met, it, it's always been sort of like an exploration of who is this person <laughs> and saying that like the more and more you get to know this person and experience this person, the more you're like, okay, cool, right? It's like saying there are more and more layers to this friendship. You're adding the layers. It's like, yeah, these are, you know, I'll say positive things, positive sources of, I'll say, nourishment. Mm-hmm. Again, there's maybe some activities or interests that are not the same, but that's fine mm-hmm. in that you gave it a try, <laughs> right? It's saying, oh, my friend is like super into, you know, doing multiple night like backpacking trips and i'm like oh i gave that a try but wasn't my thing mm-hmm. hey now we know it was still you know good time and fun and we got to know each other at a different level of course and saying great that was an experience maybe not i'm not your friend for that it's someone else's but saying that's okay and it's so i think what makes i think a, a good just friend is someone who has that like open mind mm. and that's like kind of curiosity to again explore i think parts of one another and go through those things together and again as long as it's in a positive way of course mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. where you're not being mean to each other and saying hurtful things or having of course that's like a no-no mm-hmm. but you know if it's in a positive way then i think that's what really makes a friendship because I don't think it's, for me, it's, I don't expect someone, a friend to be someone that I, I'm going to talk to every day or text or anything okay. because I move around so much. But, so it's actually really hard for me to imagine someone that, again, there's periods in my life when I had these people that I saw every day or mm-hmm. saw every weekend, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's just saying, great, now that we are not necessarily seeing each other every day or regularly, when we do reconnect again it's again this kind of like re-exploration of like okay we're connected on this layer at this level are we still curious and interested and open-minded to you know explore this other area so that's i guess a long-winded way of saying what i think like true friends are no that's perfect i mean it's not every day you've got a lifelong friend since 14 i mean whoa uh, everybody that i was friends with at 14 they we not friends no more i i can't woo goodness 14 yo that was that's like that's like milliseconds after the plane touchdown they became friends wow oh my gosh oh my goodness that is so that is so 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 amazing and just the fact that they they could be next door neighbors you never know like the fact that they've never lived in the same place they've always lived in the same place together like what tag your best friend was just following you all around the states like wherever you go i go okay all right wow Between the two of us, we're gonna like somehow travel every country in the world because a lot of the countries that I've traveled to, 
she hasn't been in a lot of the countries that she's traveled to. I've never been. Ooh. I mean, we have had a few moments where we've traveled together, but not the bulk of them. And mm. so it's funny because I'm like, oh, she went to Iceland. Never been. But then I say, oh, I went to China. She's never been to China. So, And we tell each other stories, and it's just kind of funny because, you know, that's how <laughs> that's how our friendship kind of navigates. <laughs> wow. Well, that was just that was just one part. Uh, it's time to go to the real interesting part. This is gonna be funny. If any of y'all are listening, uh, you might want to turn this part off because some of y'all, some of y'all might uh, might get exposed. But um, ooh. Yeah, we got to talk about the romantic relationship aspect because that is also a part of relationships. And I, I, I'm interested to know because we got we we got Shakira out here telling us that hips don't lie. We got Despacito that came out a couple years ago on the island, and all the dudes were like, "Whoa, I want to go to the I want to go to the the islands now." And I was single at that time, so I was like, "Yo, who?" I was like, I was praying, "Yo," I was praying like, "Yo, all right, God." So, um, Latina, she can cook. She's family oriented. She'll help me dance like they do in the Despacito music video. Like, yes, please. Anyway, um, I, I, I say all that to, to say that, like, again, Jocelyn came over here when she was 12, when she was a teenager. We, we Americans are very interesting, especially when you get around to that season of life. You start talking to boys, and it get really interesting as you get older. So, um, yeah, thoughts on cuffing season, which we're in now, and it goes to Valentine's Day of next year, which, I mean, in all seriousness, people, like, you can meet someone at any point throughout the year. It doesn't have to be cuffing season. Cuffing season's literally just a joke. I don't really feel like cuffing season actually does anything because it's just a hookup period. But the reason I put this in here is because I wonder what type of nutrients, nuggets, life tips Jocelyn will have for the men, the women regarding romantic relationships, especially considering her experiences, you know, with, you know, that over the years, just, you know, being a teenager coming straight to the U.S. I keep harping back to that, but I'm not getting y'all like she came straight over here, went into the American school system. I bet somebody tried to ask her out day one that she got. I'm not kidding y'all like so anyway, take it away. I had never heard the term cuffing season. I had to like look it up. 
So I don't know what that says about me, but I, I just thought that was kind of funny. It's okay. So <laughs> I, I, I looked it up, so I, I understand now. But, um, oh, man, this is funny. So to answer your question about when I first moved and what that was like at dating and all of this, oh, man, well, honestly, like, because it was literally at the cusp of, like, when cooties are not really a thing anymore now, and it literally just happened like right in there. Mm. You know, I didn't, I've never had, I'll say, a dating experience like when, when I was in Costa Rica because I was too young, right? I, I just wasn't even there yet. I was still in like cootie phase. But when I came, oh, which also, by the way, cooties, I hadn't even heard of that term until I came to the States. And you know, in middle school, I was like, what? I knew cooties? it. I knew it. <laughs> Sort of 
surprise factor is mm-hmm. always been a source of kind of like intrigue for people like oh right like i didn't know this <laughs> and what to, what i want to say about that is that i think it's been such a lesson for me and for everyone like just what i've carried on with life in that you know there's always more than meets the eye of course when you mm-hmm. think that oh this person is and i mean we all hear that saying but i think because as someone who's experienced that all the time where people are just like oh no way you 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 speak spanish or no way you have like hispanic heritage i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) i think i've I've tried to apply that with again why i think going back to friendships why it's so important to have this open-mindedness and Mm -hmm. like no judgment is because you don't know right you don't know anything about this person you Mm -hmm. they see what we see and what we want to see and then until you really start talking to someone then you actually really get to know them so um yeah <laughs> and then okay so cuffing season now that i have looked at what it means mm-hmm. it's funny i think in any romantic relationship obviously so you know the, the type of nourishment it offers and i think it's i think it's always fun to be flirty right like being flirty you know <laughs> i love that summary she's gonna flirt with y'all on 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 live y'all she's gonna whoop. hey I think flirtation, I think, is important in the sense of, like, it's a form of, like, playfulness, mm. right? Playful and, like, intimacy and, and seeing how you can connect to someone in, in a different way where, you know, nothing really has to happen, but just how you converse or how mm. you mm-hmm. move body mm-hmm. language, I think, is, is honestly maybe how it plays into this of, like, I'll say cuffing season where you're so much more in, I'll say, environments where typically people, you know, you're in a group of more people, close family, friends, and, and maybe there's more of like, I mean, couples. Mm-hmm. And you want to, to experience this of like closeness with someone that you have like your own, right, duo or partner right. to mm-hmm. add to the mix. Um, but and all of this is to say that um, I think romantic relationships obviously fill this, um, I'll say the love cup, but again, friendships fill also the love cup of in course. other ways, of right? Course. And, and family. But I think this added element, of course, of the romance, and then again, I think the flirtation is just, I think, a way of having fun and play and adding creativity, you know, and like joy, um, because it's fun. And, you know, you're not going to be flirty with just friends or like necessarily just, you know, you're not going to be flirty with family. So it's like, it's a, a new level of, again, of play that you are going to engage in when you are interested in someone and hopefully they're interested in you too. Um, so I think that that's always fun to, to kind of add <laughs> right? in this again, nourishment mix that we, we talk about. <laughs> mm. Whew. Wow. Um, so, so what would you say to someone who's still like searching? Cause you 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 mentioned something about um, you know how the pandemic brought about fears of being forever alone, and of course, with cuffing season being here, uh, and the 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 
Thanksgiving and mostly Christmas holiday coming up soon because you know get the Hallmark movies with the romantic connotations and all the Hallmark movies in Christmas time and some people get the most lonely and it's just like uh want a cuddle buddy for Christmas and um I do want to preface this by saying that like I met my girlfriend last year uh during uh cuffing season it was like days after my birthday uh at, well da oh. <laughs> days after my birthday we started dating we met uh last year but literally like days after my birthday we started dating and so I actually have someone that I'm cuffed to during cuffing season now. And um, it's just, we're, we're planning, you know, to see each other for the major holidays and get, get gifts. I just gave her a, a, a commitment or a promise ring recently. Um, I know. So That's yeah, I know it was the thanks. No, it was the, it was the craziest thing, not the craziest, but like people, it, it looks like an engagement ring and people thought that I had proposed and asked her to marry me. And I'm like, uh, no, I just talked to her dad for the first time on the phone, like last week. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm not ready to get engaged yet, but, um, <laughs> it was so amazing to just like, you know, give her that and then having to like, dodge all the congratulations and be like it's just a promise ring people give give me at least you know till next year to put some things together we did go to k jewelers and get our ring size was i supposed to say that on on live what the heck we went to k jewelers and got our ring sizes so i have i have the knowledge in the back of my mind and um but that was that was stupid fun i mean the, the the lady literally thought that like we were gonna come back and i was gonna get an actual ring which i mean that's that's for later but i say all that to say since we are talking about cuffing season and and, and romance and you brought up the flirting and everything like it's experiences like that that really bring out the best in you like your family and your friends they're the ones that really like mold you into the person that you were meant to become. But once you meet that person that you, uh, you know, meant to be with, it's like, it's like Rose and Jack from Titanic, you know, just, just endless bliss. Now I, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I watched Titanic for the first time last week ever and I cried because I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting Jack's death to be that gripping but when she woke up and he was frozen I was like no I did not expect to get hit with a ton of bricks like that and then when his body floated just she she unhooked him and he floated away into the water and I'm like bruh that got me uh anyway <laughs> I'm sorry y'all but I had to put that out there we're talking about romance and there's no better romantic movie on the planet than Titanic if you haven't seen it watch it it'll make you cry but anyway I'm gonna let Jocelyn talk and I'm gonna let Jocelyn talk because Titanic just got me teary-eyed now <laughs> Oh, man. No, well, first of all, I just want to say that's very exciting for you, Nate, and, and 
you know, right? You know, I think what you're touching on really important here, like the commitment ring, right? You said it's commitment ring. Promise ring, commitment ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is, you know, whether it's coming season, not coming season, doesn't matter. The point is, I think for any relationship, romantic or not, but we're, we're going to stick here with romantic relationships, it's, right? Communicating your, I'll say, like expectations and mm -hmm. where you're at, mm -hmm. like honestly. Because if, for example, during this time, you know, you're noticing yourself that you're like, oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I feel like everyone has a partner for all these activities. You know, my family, my cousins, my brother, mm -hmm. everyone like, has mm -hmm. their partner and I'm going to be the only one that doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you're feeling it more now than maybe you normally would. But during this time, it's saying, if you're noticing yourself that you're kind of feeling that way of like, oh, I'm left out. And so you're more inclined to like, let me just see if I can find someone to like, decent enough, I guess, to, to bring to these events, it's thinking like, okay, let's, let's take a moment there to say like, what, what is it that you're really seeking in bringing a partner, you know, whatever, whether it be temporary or not, but what are you really seeking when you're bringing someone to these gatherings and mm -hmm. events of, mm -hmm. you know, is it, is it, Oh my gosh, well, again, I just want to impress, you could say, others, or, or, or then have questions asked of me, like, why are you single? Why this? Like, are you really just trying to, like, please others? Right. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Or are you actually doing it because you're genuinely interested in someone? And, okay, maybe you weren't expecting to involve them in, like, a family get together so soon after meeting, but it happens to be the holiday season and, you know, you think it'd be fun to have them, you know, partake and be there, then, you know, why not? And I think communicating that to that person of saying, hey, I know it's been, you know, only a couple weeks or it's been not very long that we've known each other, but, you know, see, you know, I think we have a great time and, and I just wanted to know that there's this family gathering that we're having. I think it'd be fun for, for you to, you know, be there. And I'd like to have you there. But no pressure given that, you know, X, Y, Z. We, we have only known each other for, it's like, that's it. You know, you don't have to make it so, like, dire of, like, this is the most serious thing ever, right? And, and so I think it's, again, the first step of just acknowledging, like, why are you really doing this is, again, to just please others not have questions asked or also like fill a void or mm -hmm. if you're actually interested in this person but okay if you're or i'll say hesitant about this pressure that it can seem mm -hmm. like, oh, mm -hmm. just, just, like again just in communicating that right up front right 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 yeah so before we go there is one more thing we have to talk about, and that is the future. So, if y'all can believe it, we're basically at the tail end of 2021. There's only two months left, roughly, and then we'll be in 2022. So, 
what are your plans for 2022? My apologies for the typo in the notes that I sent to Jocelyn. It should have said 2022. It feels like a repeat of 2020, but in all honesty, 2021 has been amazing. Lots of amazing things have happened in this year. Uh, I bought my first car. Uh, I got, you know, reacquainted with my girlfriend and we're going on six months in December. Uh, you know, of course, with the promise ring and everything and it's, you know, we're dead, we're dead certain that, you know, we're going to marry each other. So there's that to think about in the future. Um, Jocelyn's face when I just brought that up, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, know, I, just, I have a very, um, yeah, my face just does a lot of things. <laughs> Jocelyn's face, like, she's, she just was like, oh my gosh, like, invite me to the wedding. I'm like, I got you. I'll make sure you get a wedding invite. But um, no, seriously, like 2022 is coming. I'm excited for growth. There may be a potential LLC in the works for the show, for the speaking brand. Um I believe, uh, I just believe 2022 is going to be like the year that everything just explodes and we're going to bounce back from a lot of stuff that we experienced this year. So what about you? What are your 2022 plans, goals? Have you thought about that yet? Are you like waiting for new years to come? Like, do you have do you are you a resolutions person do you just are you there yet like what's what's kind of like the the early outlook for 2022 that that we can see right now in terms of like this is what i'm most excited for uh coming out of uh next year it could be business could be personal could be family doesn't matter I mean, I think 2021 for me personally was, well, every year, but 2021 was a very intentional, like, transformation kind of year, Um, especially this of taking that leap with my business, because Mm -hmm. it's just so near and dear and personal to me. It's like literally creating my baby, (laughs) but it's okay, but we're talking about a business here. Um, So... So I think for 2022, I am really excited because, at least from a business standpoint, um, because I'm here, so I'm in Charlotte, in the Charlotte area, Sure. Mm-hmm. My, my family, my parents, and I didn't grow up here. Um, so again, another location to add to the many places <laughs> but I'm honestly really excited about getting to build connecting actually with the Latino community here and mm-hmm, building, mm-hmm. I really want to build like a wellness fair. Okay. I don't even know if that exists or if that's a thing, but it, from everything that we've talked about of like nourishment and all the sources of nourishment, I 
and, and this about like helping people in this healing phase, right? Going from fear to, to healing and mm-hmm. then making that transition is saying like, how can we create an affair or something of that nature where people can become, you know, just aware of, I'll call it different modalities like mm-hmm. meditation, yoga, Ayurveda, acupuncture, sound healing, all these different like tools to help people in this transition and so that their 2022 can be again a whole new kind of experience and direction for their lives Mm -hmm. um and again tapping into that inspiration and so i really want to expand this to again building a community right because we talked about support system Mm -hmm. and i really want to help be a part of that and a catalyst for that here in charlotte because i definitely i I mean every i think every place needs one but hopefully it's not i think as tapped into yet and so being a part of that movement i think is it's something that i really really excited about and and want to work with other wellness professionals Mm -hmm. and and see how we can build um so that's in the professional sense and and well and and then aside from that is and really just seeing kind of where my business goes <laughs> because, um, you know, the, the momentum just builds. And so I've, I've put a lot of work so far, but again, with more time under the belt and then more people that I know about what I'm doing and the workshops that I've been offering, I think just seeing what comes from it and again, the kind of people that attracts and how that amplifies, really that's just, what I, I really hope to do is spread that impact saying like this person has had this opportunity and seen a little bit about what I'm about, how and like and see that um, kind of vibration kind of again expand and, and trickle down and the trickle down effect sort of. Um so that's in career and then also I say in the personal life I, I definitely hope to you know get my own place <laughs> if possible i would love to have my own place and you know find and just you know have my own my own home um i think that'd be really exciting to to get to that point in my life and then i'm just super excited because um, my brother he he's getting married and they he and his fiance had to um delay their wedding by two years so like they were supposed to get married in 2020 and in portugal but that's not happening anymore so or it didn't happen then and so they postponed for two years and of course who knows what international travel things are going to be like um at that point but nonetheless it's going to happen and we're excited whatever comes from it whoever can attend or can be there you know, I'm just really excited because um, my family is everything to me, and I'm just so excited for my brother and his fiance because um, they've been they've been waiting a long time for this, <laughs> and and I'm the best woman, so I'm very honored. <laughs> and, which I know is not like a, say a normal kind of term out there, but yeah, my, I'm I'm a best woman, so I I'm excited to be that and fulfill that role <laughs> the completion okay. whoa y'all did y'all hear that like 
she's in the bridal party. She's in the bridal party. This means that y'all know how most sister-brother relationships go, right, when it comes to that? Like, let's see. I would say my... I think my I think it was my older sister that did the most embarrassing. I don't think my younger sister embarrassed me that much, which is great. Um, that just goes to show you that they liked uh, they liked my girlfriend. Um, but y'all, Jocelyn really liked her brother's fiance. I mean, he brought her home, and Jocelyn was just like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know. Uh, I'm not going to grill you with a thousand questions about why you're with my brother. <laughs> She's at the bridal party there. They're cool beans. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's really exciting. Because he's my, my one brother. So I'm oh, really and it's her only brother, y'all. So, you know. Mm, I already know. Mm, I already know. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, um, yeah, y'all, that's it. We done. Um, so before you go, where where can everyone find, find you online, social media, follow you, get hip to your, uh, you know, business, if you want coaching, et cetera, et cetera? Instagram, and you can really just find me at Jocelyn Wellness, all one word, and Jocelyn is J-O-C as in car, E-L-Y-N, Jocelyn Wellness, all one word, you'll find me there, and also, definitely, you can book through there if you want to do a, a book a call with me to just understand more about know what I offer as a wellness coach and what it, it's like to work with a coach because I know that it's, it's a new experience for many and, and understanding really what that's about and how it can really I'll say enhance your journey right in, in terms of your health and your well-being um, definitely you can book through there as well so please feel free to book a call with me if you want to learn more or again, just follow me on my Instagram. I'm working on my website as we speak. So someday soon that'll be up hopefully. Um, so far Instagram is it. And again, you can book a call with me anytime. I'd, I'd love to hear with you guys and connect and just really support you in any way that I can. All right, y'all. That's it. We done. We going on to episode seven next week, but before we go, thank you, Jocelyn. This was amazing. Thank you so much, Nate. Honestly, I loved it. This was so much fun. And I'm glad that my facial expressions were, you know, offering some, <laughs> some sort of, you know, kind of just funny <laughs> moments. But uh, yeah, I wish others could see it too. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Beetle, beetle, beetle. Hold on a second. Um, we're we're not done. Um, okay. we're not done. I know the episode was like super long, but Jocelyn forgot one more thing to add into her uh 
closing statement. So bear with us. I'm going to let her give all of her social information again so y'all can get it right. And then we will be finished with the episode. Alright. Okay, yeah. Wait. Are we actually recording right now? Or is this a test? Oh, okay. So, yes, you guys can all find me on social media via Instagram. And my Instagram account is Jocelyn Wellness all together. And Jocelyn is spelled J-O-C-E-L-Y-N. So Jocelyn Wellness, you can find me on Instagram. And also on there, you will be able to sign up for my free boss living workshop. So in this workshop, you're going to really learn what it means to be a boss, what your boss life looks like, and also learn and figure out how you can start living your boss life right now. So how can you be a boss, not just at work, but in your life and feeling really healthy, inspired, and joyful. So definitely make sure you register for that workshop. Would love you, love to have you guys join. So please register and check out my Instagram, Jocelyn Wellness. Hope to see you guys there. Now we're done. Now episode six is over. I will see you all next week in episode seven. Goodbye. No more surprises. Let's go on to the social media part for Life Tips Podcast. You can't go yet. We gotta give you socials, socials. We gotta give you socials, socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We we gotta 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 give you socials. Life Tips Podcast, social media. There's a bunch of places you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Life Tips Podcast, on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast, and even our brand new Instagram page, Life Tips Podcast. I've been waiting so long to tell you about that. You can also go to our website, www.anchor.fm backslash life tips and continue listening to us there and you can also listen to us on apple google spotify breaker overcast and so so many more platforms rate and review give us your feedback you want to follow me on social media i have a twitter account it's at auth underscore gen underscore person that stands for authentic genuine person instagram at nate underscore the underscore speaker 
underscore orator Nate, and also on Facebook as The Wise Orator. So, there you go. That's all the spots you can find us, spots you can find me. Look forward to hearing from you.